I love that tune. That was Sure, Sure, This Must Be the Place. And yes, that is a Talking Heads tune remake. I'm Janine. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And standing by to join me is my next guest, Brian Peterson, Brian H. Peterson, and his new book, I Give My Eyes. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Janine. Thank you for calling in. This is a really beautiful book. Uh, Thank you. Tell me what inspired you to write this. Well, um... I, I'm tempted to reply um, as, as a man who climbed Mount Everest uh, did. I mean, he said because it's there, uh, you know. <laughs> but um, it, 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 I suppose you could say it stems from a long, uh, ancient desire of mine to, to be useful, mm-hmm. um, and uh, in a very specific way. Uh, in my in my teens and twenties, I studied music very seriously, and but I, I made my living doing boring things like uh, spending all day in a dark room cranking out prints for various people. And uh, I found that when I got home, I, I was tired and, and needed some, 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 some need, needed to be nourished in some way. So I'd sit down at the piano and play a, a Bach prelude and fugue. And all of a sudden, it was as though I was in touch with things that really mattered in, in, in life, in my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I was intensely grateful for it. Um, and um, uh, even though if, if I sat down at a bar stool with, with Johann Sebastian Bach, I wouldn't have a thing to say to him. You know, <laughs> uh, and um, so so I just have this fe- have this feeling that that um, maybe there's something that I I've experienced that that other folks can be nourished by, and and so that that's really that's really what it's about for me. That's wonderful. The uh, these photos, all these photos, you've taken these in this book. Yes, they're incredible. You have Thank pic- you. pictures from Tanzania, Cuba. Uh, what was the selection process like? Was it hard to pick and choose? Well, uh, I worked with a designer, a very good designer, and um, we we did it kind of inst- instinctively. Um, there was um, sometimes a, a direct connection between a picture and, and some some of the words that were uh, um, prior prior to to the picture. Other times, we just kind of felt, well, this would make a nice a nice break, a nice rhythm. And uh, I, I, well, I, there was not a formula for it. Um, we, we just kind of followed 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 follow our, our instincts with it, mm-hmm. and um, ho- hopefully. It, 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 all, it all hangs together, you know. <laughs> I I really admire you because uh, now you have Parkinson's, correct? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. When did you first uh, become diagnosed with this? Uh, it's been about eleven years. Uh, my my joke is uh, June fourth, two thousand seven, was the date which will live in infamy. That's 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 the date it was actually actually diagnosed. I was symptomatic a bit before that. Um, okay. Uh, maybe six months or a year before that, but we didn't know what it was. I was actually very lucky because many people go years without it being diagnosed, and, and they, they lose the chance to, to receive some of the, the palliative tre- treatment for it right. uh, in, in, when that happens. It sounds like you just said, I'm just going to keep going and do what I love because it, it feeds you. Yeah, that, that, that's putting it very nicely. Um, I, I, I must say that the, the, the disease is, itself, is, it's very devastating when you get the diagnosis mm-hmm. uh, because um, you, you've been trudging along in a predictable path, and um, all of a sudden the, the, the illness is so unpredictable. And, in fact, it takes generally two or three years before the, even the best doctors can observe it and get, give you a sense of what, what the future holds. Mm-hmm. There are different different typologies for the disease, and... Um, Different different rates of speed that it progresses and that sort of thing. Uh, so all of a sudden, you know, your life is just <laughs> the life the life you thought you were leading is is gone really, and uh, it can be very very difficult emotionally. And uh, you know, I, I was thinking about this morning, um, reflecting on this stuff, and 
thought about poor uh, Robin Williams, you know, a very, very famous example yes. of, 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 of the difficulty of adjustment to the situ- situation. And the sad thing is a man, man of that degree of talent and uh, ability and, 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 and um, opportunity to, to, to entertain and, and enrich people's lives. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he could have lasted a bit longer. You know? You're right. It, it yeah. takes some time to adjust to it. Well, it's obviously devastating news to so many people, and they don't know how to get their brains around it. Um, so how do right. how did you stay positive? The, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out, so I always am fascinated with advice for people to share on how they stay positive when faced with something that seems so catastrophic. Well, let me say first of all that... that um uh, unfortunately, the disease sometimes manifests itself in uh, an erosion of, of the ability to, to 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 make basic decisions for oneself. Mm-hmm. Uh, people people become apathetic because of the, of the illness, and that, that's a, that's a terrible thing. But 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 it's not their fault. In other words, sometimes you'll see people uh, just just hear people that are unable to function, and and it's not necessarily an act of will or, or lack thereof. Yes. It's it's um, just 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 the luck of the draw, right. which is why the, the diagnosis can be so devastating. Um, I would say in my case, I was already leading a life that I that, that I loved and, and continued to love, but I but I but I began to love it a lot more. <laughs> well, that's great because because suddenly it's 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 under 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 siege, you know. Right. And um, you don't know how long you have. So I really honestly, if you if I if um, if you, if you, some, I, I, some of us said I, I'd be as functional as I am now after 11 years. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I said I'll take it. You know. <laughs> sure, that's a great way to look at it. You know, I mean, you just uh, said I don't know how much longer I have. I'm just going to keep going and do everything I love. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean, um, I know every person is different, and uh, some, some people I think get a diagnosis like this, mm-hmm. and they, they, they all of a sudden think I, I, I have been leading the wrong life. I, I need to get serious. I need to discover, you know, what, what I really am here for, so to mm-hmm. speak. Uh, and it wasn't that way with me exactly. I, I, it, it does focus the mind, though, you know, uh, because uh, all of a sudden you're, if you had any illusions that you were immortal, you know, <laughs> uh, this, this, an illness like this, uh, every day will remind you that, that, that you're, you're very, very human, very vulnerable, and, and it makes you appreciate the, the, the beauties of, of, of what you have around you. I mean, that, that's the kind of the hidden gift of it. Uh, that that if you're open to that, 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 that it makes you really, really enjoy just just being here. You know, so yes, and and it's worth fighting for. How hard was it to share such a personal story in print? Uh, you know, I it's funny. I've, I've written a couple other similar books, and uh, it, 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 it's it's a bit embarrassing sometimes when I'll, I'll start to tell a story about something that happened to me. And, and be to a friend who's read, read one of my books, and I say, "Oh yeah, I know about that already." You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, 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 I, I, for someone who writes it in, in memoir style, you think you'd expect that, but it, it's a little bit strange uh, at first, anyway. But um, you know, I, I I I considered writing fiction, and, and it just wasn't me. Uh, the the, um, the what I seem to be good at is is sort of reaching down into my own life and um, finding. Um, Poetic and um, uh, effective ways of communicating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so a lot, a lot of the stuff in the book is is fairly normal stuff. I mean, there's one one story about my dog who and his life and death. 
which is, you know, it's a pretty, not, not, not much more banal than a dog story, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, I, but, I, I, but it was very, very meaningful for me. At any rate, there's, there's another story that's more difficult about the death of my mother um, from, from, from uh, dementia. And um, that, that's, uh, I guess what I'm saying is I tend to trust the feelings that I have and, uh, and, 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 and give, try and give them voice, you know? I like that. And, um, yeah. So. Do, uh, do you feel like it's cathartic to really pull out what's inside of you and put it out on the page? Yes, you know it's funny. I've heard other mem- mem- memoir writers talking about it. you have to get have a certain distance between the experience and and and, and the act of writing. Mm-hmm. And there is a danger in that that it'll become could become maudlin or you know kind of get out of control. Uh, for me, though, I find that I have to be centered right right in the emotional place of of of, of the whatever I'm trying to write about. And um, in an odd way, I'll go back and read it a year or two later. And it will revive the experience, um, and, and which is actually it is kind of cathartic when that happens. So um, I, I don't think there's a formula for it. People do it different, differently, but for me, um, yes, uh, I have to be. As I said, I have to be really centered in the emotional um, core of the experience. Yes. And then if I really am, and I, I kind of kind of bow my head and, and say my interior prayers or whatever, mm-hmm. the words the words will tend to come. But but there's a lot of work involved too. It's the editing, and you, know, you really have to you really have to desire to to make it good. Um, and uh, there's a there's a process by which that happens, and there's no shortcut for it. I just want to mention, if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Brian H. Peterson, the author. I I give my eyes. How did you come up with the title, Brian? I'm sorry. How did you come up with the title? I give my well, eyes. It, it's um. It's the title of, 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 of one of the essays in the book, and um, it has to do with essentially a spiritual experience that I had um, um, watching a deer, observing a deer, a doe, mm-hmm. walk through our backyard one day. And, and suddenly, the, I, I, well, I stood for about half an hour just watching this deer. My, my, that's what my wife, my wife told me later. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the utter beauty of this creature... Um, uh, was just captivating to me. I, I, I couldn't. Every every movement, every 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 sniff of the air, every every bite of grass that she took, it was incredible. And and um, so uh, it was a it was a kind of sense that, that I, I was I was I was I was watching this deer, but there were almost another pair of eyes inside of me that was watching at the same time. And and to really fully appreciate it, I had to just kind of get out of the way. And so, I like uh, it, it became it became a spiritual experience for me. Mm-hmm. I and, feel. Uh, so, sorry, go ahead. So, and in fact, I was saying, uh, I give my eyes to God, mm-hmm. and uh, and I say that with with some um, caution, because I don't pretend to know what that that word really means, and I certainly do not want to impose it on anyone else. But there are experiences in life I find that that are sacred, and that are really worth paying attention to. And so that, that, that's, that's essentially where the, where the title came from. I think it's beautiful. I, I do want to mention, I, I, as I was reading, the book is part art book filled with your beautiful photographs and part meditative reflection of your lifetime as an author and photographer coming to terms with the Parkinson's disease. So, so Brian, Brian, where can people find out more about you? Do you have a website? 
I do. Um, it's, it's, it's a fairly simple URL. It's just brianhpetersonwordimage.com. Brian H. P. You have to remember to put the H in. <laughs> okay, Brian H. Peterson. And, and also, the, the book will be available on Amazon uh, starting, starting April 6th. Okay. You can pre-order it now if, you, if you're curious about it. But the April 6th is the, the official date of release. Do you have any words for people that uh, have recently been diagnosed with Parkinson's or know somebody that has Parkinson's? Yeah, I suppose I do. Um, <clears throat> and it would mainly be um, life is worth fighting for. Um, you know, I, I learned this from my sister who had died of cancer 10 or 12 years ago, and she was a warrior. I mean, she she, she fought that tooth and nail, and and, uh, and, I, and it was very inspirational to me. And, um, and that, that, that's about that's it. Um, you know, this, this thing we do here, this this thing called life, mm-hmm. is an incredible thing. It's an incredible gift, and and, and we need to we need to be be better at, at at being in it, just appreciating it, living it. Uh, I mean. <laughs> This morning, I was eating my oatmeal, and there was, there was a, beams of, a beam of light hit, hit the oatmeal. All of a sudden, the surface of, 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 the, of, the, of the textured oatmeal was, brilliant, was shining with brilliant light. And I thought, wow, how beautiful. You know? Yes. I, I might not have seen that if, if, I, if I was distracted. And those kind of moments are, 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 are a strange gift of, of, of an illness like this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, I would say, don't give up. Um, Fight, fight it, and, 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 and moments of beauty can, can occur still. Brian, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Hey, it's my pleasure. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed talking to you, and be well, and I, I really enjoyed your book. Thank you so much. Really right. appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for the opportunity. Oh, sure. Okay, Bye. take care. Okay. Yeah. Bye. That was Brian H. Peterson calling in to talk about his book, I Give My Eyes, Stories, Conversations, and Dreams. This all led from his diagnosis with Parkinson's disease. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter at moms underscore rock.